Hello, everyone. This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've been through absolute caca give you advice on how to get to the other side of yours. I am so pleased today to introduce my guest, Sherry Williams Franklin. Sherry, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, it's really my pleasure. All right, Sherry, I am going to give you the mic to introduce yourself. Um, so I can't wait to get into your story. Uh, would you just let us know who are you, where are you from? So kind of where are you, where are you calling in from? And yeah. what's, uh, what's keeping you busy these days? Let us know what's up. Yeah, so thanks again for having me. So um, I'm Sherry Williams Franklin, and I am the founder of a company called Life Snapshot. So our technology uh, platform essentially helps families organize and securely store personal asset and final wish information so that their loved ones can easily find it while grieving. And I am based here in Chicago, born and raised. I love that. My father's from Chicago. He was born and raised in Chicago and my grandfather before him. So yeah, <laughs> amazing city. Absolutely an amazing <laughs> city. And I've, I have so many great memories from Chicago. Oh, I love that. All right, cool. So Sherry Williams Franklin from Chicago. Um, as you know, this is a podcast by and for um, mostly women. I've had some men on as well who have been through life-shattering experiences, um, what I like to call absolute caca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you, Sherry, please share with us what you went through and what was the worst part? Yeah, no, um, thank you for asking. I, you know, I lost my sister in 2015 unexpectedly at the age of 36. So she and I were together, you know, having lunch just two days prior, um, talked on the phone every day and, you know, just were only 11 months apart. So the day that she passed away, she essentially worked all day, was relaxing at home, started to have trouble breathing and literally went outside to get some fresh air collapsed on her porch and passed away. And so the hardest part of that experience for me was feeling like she never had an opportunity to survive. She never made it to a hospital. And so that sudden loss was beyond devastation for me. You know, it was beyond devastation for my family. And so for months, yeah, I would get in the shower and just cry and sob because it felt like the only safe place that I could go that would mask my tears. And I found myself, you know, my husband would get in there with me because he would hear me crying and somewhat hyperventilating. And so that pain and confusion really was indescribable. And so I know so many of your, you know, audience members are, have gone through something similar and can probably relate to my story. Yes, absolutely. And first of all, may your sister rest in peace. And I give you so many genuine condolences for your loss. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Of course, absolutely. And, um, and yes, definitely folks who are listening right now are relating to what you're saying. And, um, and there is nothing like a loss like that. There just isn't anything like it. Right. Um, and it, I think that it takes what I call warrior energy to get to the other side of something like that, where you, especially that kind of grief, um, I'm really touched by your husband joining you in that. I, mean, I know. 
a detail of what you shared is is really beautiful and touching and yeah i mean it, it isn't i've had i've been interviewing folks and had folks on this podcast for a long time and or what feels like a long time and they're really i don't think that there's so much a way to define how we get through something like that and it's funny the point of this podcast is to provide some advice and inspiration on getting through, but man oh man it you know i think there's part of it that just is not describable and just right. really about some kind of again i call it warrior energy yeah, no, I love that. That's the term that you use because it takes something inside of you to move past it to some extent. And, and it's to your point, you never get over it. It never goes away. Um, but you have to muster up that warrior energy in order to, um, to start to bring some normalcy to what will never be the same for you again. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. And yet when it comes to something that's life shattering and very tragic, you know, traumatic, a lot of folks who I talk to do talk about the other side. They talk yeah. about that, you know, it is possible to come back from loss like that and things might never be the same, but it is definitely possible to stage, you know, here, here we are talking about epic comebacks. So I'd love to ask you, Sherry, I'm curious about where you are now, you said that you said that your sister's passing was five years ago, and I would imagine I would imagine that now you're in a a different place. Um, and if whether or not you feel that you're kind of on the other side of something, um, yeah. my guests, most of my guests do. They feel like they've they've come out of at least kind of an an initial process of crisis or grief. So tell me, what is the best thing about where you are now? Yeah. Oh my God. That is so true. Everything that you've kind of framed up here. And I think for me, as I said before, you never really get over this loss, but you get through it. And um, being on the other side for me is having the ability to talk about her without falling apart. That's a huge win as it relates to being on the other side. And I think anyone that has lost someone so close to them would feel like just the ability to talk about them, communicate what they've meant to you and not, you know, fall apart, start to cry. That is a win. And I, I count it as that on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Really wonderful. So how do you feel these days, Sherry, when, when folks ask you about your sister and just ask you what she was like, telling stories, um, perhaps about kind of your, your relationship with her after her passing? How, how do you feel being asked those questions? You know, it took a long time for me to want to even share my experience. Um, it was something that was so personal. Um, it took me a long time to even put language to that feeling. And so now I can speak about her and what she meant to me from such a place of like joy and memories that we shared. I mean, being 11 months apart, she's like my left arm, right? She's, she's a year older than me, but I never had life without her. And so I don't have any memories um, of, you know, it's like before Kathy, after Kathy, BC is kind of how I frame it up um, and how different my life has been now that she's no more. And so I do really um, feel good about being able to talk about her in a positive way, share amazing memories of her, 
Um, I, there are things she would say that I'll say and, and I'll say, and I, I'm saying this in my, you know, my sister's voice and everyone will laugh because they'll get it. Um, and so I feel really good about being at that place because it is a place of peace. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Being, being in a state of peace, I can imagine the value of that. I mean, it, to me, that sounds in and of itself, that sounds like, that sounds epic to me. Yeah. It's a long time to get there, but um, it's, a, it's a wonderful place to be. Mm, that's really, really great. Now, one of the things that I've observed, Sherry, is that I find that women who've gone through, and people in general who've gone through traumatic experiences, particularly if they've gone through kind of, this, kind of a similar experience, tend to, tend to find each other and tend to support each other and kind of travel in packs. And I'm wondering, yes. <laughs> I'm wondering if, if, you, if you know any, you personally have been inspired by perhaps some other warriors like you who've been through the, you know, this kind of difficult experience and come out of the other side. You know, folks who would really be fantastic guests on this podcast because I'm always looking for wonderful stories. Yeah, I know. Um, I have such an amazing network of women that I would love to introduce you to. I mean, so many great women come to mind. Um, one in particular, you know, R. Nicole, she's a serial entrepreneur. Um, and But on the flip side of that, she's been a caregiver for multiple family members that have struggled with dementia. And she's been the one that has had to support them and kind of um, nurture that you know, challenge for her family. Um, I have another friend, um, Janie Lacey, who's a psychotherapist that I think would be amazing as she lost her sister um, to trauma and that shaped why she went into, you know, becoming a trauma therapist. So there's so many great women in my circle that I, I have the love to introduce you to. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Sherry. Yeah, I, I look forward to following up about that. And I like to, I like our listeners to know that I'm, that I'm always, I'm very democratic and, and open when it comes to having guests on this show, yeah. because, because epic comebacks come from all over the place, from sources all over the place. It's almost like the story of the human experience. So I'm excited to, to follow up with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so here we've now come to kind of really the essential point of this podcast which is, I'd love to know, Sherry, based on your experience and, and how you came through your epic comeback, what is one piece of advice or inspiration that you would give to women, men, anyone who's in the caca right now, who's yeah. really probably can't even see the other side, doesn't know how to get there? What would you say to, to those listeners? That is such an excellent question. Um, I think it's critical that you identify outlets to channel your grief, whether that be journaling or, you know, prayer and meditation, um, whatever, you know, gives you some sense of peace and can help you clear the clutter in your, in your mind 
um, from what you're experiencing. You know, for me, I think what's really helped me is that I've used um, my company as a way to really honor my sister. So um, I created my company Life Snapshot so that other families did not have to struggle to find their loved ones, you know, final affairs, you know, the paperwork and the documents and all of those things um, to help them finalize their loved one's life. And so for me, my company is really my love letter to her, right? It's ways that I can talk about her and honor her memory. And it's meant so much to me. Um, and, and I'm able to celebrate her life and legacy without feeling the negative energy from it. And so I, I absolutely recommend that you find um, ways to really channel it and outlets that allow you to celebrate the life and the legacy of your loved one. I love that. I love that, I love that so much. And I think that these are the kinds of businesses and the kinds of projects and the kinds of kind of just kind of human efforts that I love to support. Thank because, you. Yes, because they, they come from a place of personal experience and passion and genuineness and authenticity. And I imagine that this is such a meaningful way for you to, to, to keep your sister with you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and, it's, and it's been therapy for me. You know, my company has having this company and people wanting to know, well, why did you start Life Snapshot? And I had to say, well, it was birthed out of the most difficult experience of my life. And so being able to put language to that and start to communicate that in a way helps me get through the breakdowns that I would have when I try to talk about her to others. Yeah. And I imagine really helped you to, I mean, I mean, I can say personally that the Epic Comeback as, as my company and as my brand absolutely came out of my own personal Epic Comeback. So right. it's, right. it, it, it really, so, so starting this company was, was a huge, hugely central to my own comeback. And I feel like you and I very much have that in common. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So cool. Well, my last question for you, Sherry, is uh, it's a lot kind of uh, lighter because uh, the podcast, I think, is I like to, to be about um, how to how to be epic. And so I'd love to ask you, since we are all about being epic on this podcast, if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, what would it be? <laughs> Um, I love this question. Um, it's so funny. I used to tell my nine-year-old that, you know, I wanted my superpower to be speed. Um, but now that I'm quarantining with her, I'd like to be invisible <laughs> so I can actually get some things done. So that would be my superpower uh, to be invisible so I can like sneak around and actually work in peace <laughs> just for a couple hours at a time. So that would be my superpower. Oh my God. I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can totally relate to that. I have a, an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, and yes. <laughs> this is a challenging time to say yes. the least. <laughs> I love that one, Sherry. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I would love to know how we can find you online, learn more about um, you, and learn more about your business. 
Yeah, thank you so much for having me again. I think it's wonderful, um, the platform and the voice that you're giving to pain in such a way that helps people get through it and overcome it. And I just absolutely love what you're doing. Uh, but people can find out more about Life Snapshot. We're on all social media outlets, Life Snapshot Inc., or you can go to our website, which is um, lifesnapshot.com. So thank you so much for this opportunity. Absolutely. Very, very much my, my pleasure. And I really enjoyed our conversation. And with that, uh, this is Nikki Bruno with Sherry Williams Franklin on the Epic Comeback podcast. For more awesome information about how to stage an epic comeback after a life-shattering experience, please visit theepiccomeback.com.